And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gamers, geezers, geeks, and nerds alike, it's this week's Mucking Up Punch podcast. Keith did something to make me so angry, I've punched him into the phantom zone. So he's recording <laughs> off of some old Kryptonian tech, trying to get a signal out because I was that angry with him. Is that like Keith? <laughs> Just because you didn't read the message correctly, you had a choice. You had a choice. <laughs> you chose. You chose to watch it. You chose to go into that. <laughs> what the? Seriously? Seriously? It was bad. I... It was bad. bad it was an bad. understatement. We're, we're talking about strange new worlds. <laughs> Do you want to review we'll, we'll, we'll that go... first? Or... No, no, hang on a second. Let's, 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 so we're going to talk about the Flash, Strange New Worlds, the Babylon 5 trailer. Yeah. That... For their... Um, the long road ahead, or whatever it's called, um, and um, I actually want to ask you about the Ubisoft's presentation of the Star Wars um, game that oh, they've yeah. got. I can't remember what it's called now. Because I watched it with Matt. Talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first problem yeah. is it's a Ubisoft open world game, which makes me go. Second <sighs> problem is that they're, they're trying to make a female hand solo. I heard some other news about that, but we'll, we'll get there when we get there. Um, and then the other one is the face on a Fable game. Okay, so I've got some bits, a crossover. We're doing a crossover. It's like an Avengers sort of thing here. Um, <laughs> so, so let's talk about Strange New World. You made me watch this, and don't I, I, pretend I, I, otherwise. I can watch if you like. <laughs> I think that's a choice. Um, it was bad i mean it was it was worse than the, the worst episode of last season um so uh, who are the, who have they got writing this uh idiots i just i i this is like i i mm, yeah. i just i just like okay we're going to steal the enterprise oh guess what tv show stole the enterprise yeah based on a film yeah. stole the enterprise which wasn't I mean, that bad, how, because it, when they stole the Enterprise, they were doing it, trying to be clever about it. But for God's sake, man. Also, the special effects look naff. Oh, I mean, no, you're right. I, I mean, having watched Picard Season 3 and having starships that look like starships, and everything is light and bright, except the bridges, of course. But, I mean, you know, you can't have everything. Um, but for the most part, everything is bright and light. and thing. We go straight back to this darkness and... You know, girl power on the bridge. Um, you know, dissing the poor old IT men, um, and it's it's just it's obnoxious. It was shit, um, and it was just like wow, how different is this? And I knew this would happen. I knew having got proper trek, that the soon as yeah. we did that, the rose tinted glasses were off, and then we go back to this strange new strange. Yeah. Strange new shit. Right, so <laughs> I I hadn't I watched one episode of Strange New World so we could talk about it on the podcast. And I I like Anson Mount. It's great. I, I, I think it's a very charismatic actor. I like um is it Ethan Peck, the one who plays Spock? Yes. I like him, yeah. And I reckon he could do a good Spock if you told him who the bloody character was. Yeah? Spock yeah. right. First things first, for all the Trek nerds out there, yeah, we all know the following. Vulcans aren't emotional. 
they they have they have learned to meditate and operate above emotion they still have emotion the emotion apparently is stronger than human emotion as we saw in the episode of picard where he had to um i don't know mind meld with sarak for the one of the anniversary ones yeah unification thank you very much that was the one i was thinking of um where he was he had to house his mind um and and vocal emotions are stronger than human emotions but because of the way they are and they're kind of quasi-religious way of looking at things they rise above it and they tend to be as logical and as um emotion free as possible it's not that they don't have emotions so every so often if if you do it right you can see the, the tiniest hint of emotion yeah yeah but spock in this He's like uh, emotionally incontinent on human level. Well, their reason for this was their reason for this was um, they they um, the last episode had the Gorn attack, and apparently the Gorn wiped out his Vulcan ability to control his emotions. Don't forget, he's half human, so now he's having to yeah, do only. Hang on saying, a second. I, I, it's 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 not an organ. It's a skill. Like yeah, I'm not saying it's good writing. I'm just telling you what they it, said. If he if you had to start, hang on a second. If you had to start the episode off and he had a bandage around his head, and I would have gone, "Oh, clearly he's got some kind of brain damage." I would have believed that. That would have worked. You could have done got away with that. Um, yeah. Sorry. Um, but that was their that that was their reasoning. That was their reasoning as to why he couldn't control his emotions. So yeah, yeah, it's okay. The the I don't know how that that's bollocks. Even storyline wise, that's bollocks. <laughs> um, it really is because you if you tell an actor because I want you to portray sadness completely straight you have to just give me the hint of sadness there is a slight sadness in your eyes barely perceptible they'd go oh sounds like a challenge good actor would yeah and they're trying to figure it out um so yes yeah. hello hello chuck hello steve um so just oh my god what have they done to spark that's not spark no. That's the really annoying thing. That's not Spock. It's brain damaged Spock, maybe. But then again, it's not brain damaged to the point that he'd lost the ability to read or all of a sudden he's talking in a crazy French accent. Because <laughs> you... Now, have you heard about that? I've sort of brought it up before, where it's like certain people who get head injuries, yeah? English people who get head injuries. When they recover from the head injury, uh, they have to speak in a French accent and it's like locked in place. <laughs> there was funny. I watched a video of some woman who had sounds really bad, who had brain damage, and she got had this thing where she was locked into talking with a, 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 a what do you call it a French accent, yeah. And she was like, "People take the mick out of me," and I was laughing. <laughs> it's very serious, but that I'm just yes. Oh, hang on a second. How did that eleven-year-old brother tread sport a room? Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking. I'm just... We were spoiled with Picard. We, we, got, yes. we got a functional TV series. We got a genuinely functional TV series that we could watch and enjoy. And 
and we've got uh, uh, you made me you made me watch this you made me watch this um so we got that the other one that i found really aggravating was nurse chapel yeah you're amazing i, I haven't seen you do fucking anything amazing yeah yeah i found her really annoying so why are you amazing? You've, no, no, no. It's a case when you do, do, do this. It's um, show don't tell. Yes. So example, I think it's like the second episode of Star Trek: Next Generation. They all get infected with a virus that makes them drunk. Ship goes out of control. Wesley pulls all the control chips out of the bloody reactor in in engineering, and then they go data. It's a game. Put them all back in as quick as you can. He goes all right then, and you see it. And you know what? It's amazing because. Data's bloody amazing, and they showed him being amazing. Yeah, true. And there's Chapel, you're yeah. amazing. I haven't fucking seen anything to say otherwise, or, or to prove it, but... I, I mean, the... she had to, what, take some kind of super serum to beat up Vulcan, um, um, beat up Klingons. Where did she learn all the fighting skills? She's a freaking nurse. <laughs> I... <laughs> In the nicest possible way, she's not combat warrior. Starfleet is a scientific um, organization. It's not combat. Where did she learn all of those some awesome skills? I, I mean, it's just. I, I don't sound rude or anything. Two hypos, yeah, with um, some kind of sedative in it. That's how they used to do it in the days, wasn't it? That's yeah. how the doctor would take someone out in a nice day. Because they sit there and go, didn't kill him. Unlike you, you would have killed him. And that's what that, that would have been the conversation. You would have killed him because you got a phaser and you're part of security. Like, Me? Much more civilized. That's what we used to get in Star Trek. And again, it just shows the people that are making these shows don't know what they're doing. Because, like, and I'm saying this purely within the world that they've created, right? That, you know, this, this show is a continuation on from Discovery, and yet the Klingons now look like Klingons again. Klingon, Klingons. No explanation. None. Right? It's just... Okay, look, maybe Star Trek's moved on from intelligent people and it's now for young, hip Wokies. I don't know. But the writing is so bad. And, you know, people... You know, Star Trek was always, with all due respect, people with brains. And, you know, there's, it, not, yeah. there's none, no intelligence in this writing. None. I'm going to pop got, into chat... I'm sorry, just excuse sorry. me a second. I'm going to pop onto ChatGPT and ask it to write me an episode of Star Trek Strange New Worlds and include some <laughs> things. So what we're going to do now is, is while we go along, you're going to tell me a few things to include so I can just ask ChatGPT to write me uh, a, a, what do you call it, treatment, that's what they call it, a treatment for um, thingy. I'll use the bigger, badder model, yeah, and we'll see if an AI with no real understanding of what it's writing can beat trained writers. I, I think okay, so. they can, in, 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 because I wouldn't say they're trained writers. I'd say they're a bunch of interns that are writing this. Um, it, 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 it's just... It, it, yeah, I mean, Chuck's just got it right. Star Trek meets TikTok, yeah. Or just Star TikTok. Um, I mean, it's just... I, I couldn't get over how bad and how much of a contrast it was between this and Picard season three. I mean, you know, Picard season three had great little writing moments. Everything he created had a payoff. 
every little sort of like easter egg that he put in there every kind of like mystery box he put in there at least his mystery boxes you know gave us fruit if you know what i mean whereas yeah strange new worlds it just you know the one thing i like about strange new worlds is ants and mount there was no ants and mount in this episode okay yes I kind of did, it was at the beginning I, and he fucked off yeah, I, I laughed at, you know, Spock's <laughs> make, make it go or whatever it was. I want the ship to go. Um, that made me slightly laugh, but it, again, not in the context of Spock. So when you put that in there, and it's like, they're making all this shit up, you know, about, like, um, what's his face? You know, um, genetically modified people um, are, um, or genetically enhanced people are banned from Starfleet. So... That's why number one's in the in the, in you know in in jail. Mm, um, they what's are though, the aren't surname they? of the the security officer? Was that? Was that I know. Uh, right. Yeah, I know. I know that bit. But they are banned. They are banned from Star Trek because uh, Julian Bashir, Deep Space Nine. Yes, they are. But there's a lass running around with the surname yeah, of Julian Singh, who had been probably genetically <laughs> modified. So, yeah. Exactly. Um. It's just stupid. Um, uh, Biffa is yeah, Biffa. Um, Biffa is in the comics. Say, Extraction Two was amazing, guys. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that. I've got, got Extraction. I've got Black Mirror to watch too because Black Mirror's on Friday, and everyone yeah, at work no, will be talking about Black Mirror, and I'll have to explain stuff to the, people. <laughs> I watched the um, Aaron Paul episode, and it was a bit meh. Um, so I'm I'm gonna watch. Um, the first episode, but I've heard it's not got rave write-ups. So, uh, mm. and I wasn't particularly in, in, impressed with the Aaron Paul episode, but, uh, look, I mean, th this was by far the worst episode of Strange New Worlds yet. Um, I quite like the actress who's playing the chief engineer, but she's miscast in this. I like the actress. I don't like her in this. And I the, can't like, believe they killed off the mm. second most interesting character in Strange New Worlds. Because he's, he's a man. stupid. Because he's a man. Um, a, a, blind, a blind engineer who is not Andorian, but is a kind of companion, or was it sister species, would have been a really interesting thing. And Hammer was like, you know, grouchy, and he, he, just, he just was an interesting character. Didn't have some tragic backstory like every other single fucking character in it. Because, you know, we can't write... To make characters interesting, we have to give them a tragedy in their life. I mean, you know, the one thing this Writer's Strike's going to do is that, uh, I mean, I think season three of, of it's going to be doubtful. Like, they sent out the promos to all the... loads of people. So there's loads of people seeing the first six episodes that they're, they're saying the shit. You know... What Paramount needs to do is cancel all this bullshit and make Star Trek Legacy. Put Terry Metallus in charge. Fuck off, Kurtzman. Fuck off, Akiva Goldsman. All these people that have got no talent whatsoever um, and put, put, put somebody in who's shown talent and who's shown um, a, regard, a regard to the fans, who's shown his love of Trek, and, and give us that. Because you can't tell me that the ratings for Strange New Worlds are anywhere near what Picard is. Um. And the fact is they're still pushing Picard Season 3. And it's in and out of the ratings, so... Yeah. 
Mm. How's your experiment going? Uh, I need points to put feed the machine. So at the moment, the Enterprise has to deliver pizza to a Klingon diplomat. That's my first point. <laughs> uh, and then I put the Borg on the pizza. <laughs> the Borg are not in this time. <laughs> no, 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 no. We can put the Borg. They can do the weird Klingon stuff. I'm putting the Borg in Strange New Worlds. Klingon. Klingon. <laughs> you came up. I'm sure you came up with that term. Oh, yeah, I think I did. I've forgotten that, though. Um... Yeah, right, so yeah just I agree with so, you, Steve. So, yeah. Right, on. hang on a second. Just explain to me uh, something, yeah? yeah? How the fuck is it like this? <laughs> I'm well, serious. It's, I'm, it's, I, I, it's, it's the I, same people I, who are doing I, Discovery. If they were... You could have got away if with, with the Spock thing. If you left him emotionless, you could have got away with him getting drunk with the Klingons, yeah? But Clarence, you and then him walking away, only... and then... And then literally, at the end of the corridor, a little wobble. A tiny little wobble, yeah? So yeah. no one can get pissed. Just like a little crack in the armour sort of thing, yeah? That would have been fun. I, that. I do appreciate the Klingons, that they felt a bit more Klingon-y than previous times. Yes, yeah. I did appreciate that. Um, I didn't get um, the, the, yeah. the whole... They, they wanted to do the false flag thing. We got a proper Klingon Someone... ship. We got a proper oh, freaking... I do war, like my... War, war was it D79? Yeah, D7, yeah. We got a proper Comfort D7. D7. Um, so we did get that. I mean, the Klingons look like the Klingons, but there's no bloody explanation as to why they were Klingons before. Um, I, I mean, and the other thing you're forgetting about Spock is not only does he have emotions, he's dyslexic, Gareth. And as a dyslexic, you've got to find that quite insulting. We <laughs> <laughs> made, made Spock retarded. We made Spock <laughs> Dyslexic. Not what, dyslexic. What, we actually what? went for retarded instead. Um, <laughs> why? It's not. It's not. It's not. I. I. I don't get. Just come up with something new. Seriously, you could come up with something new. And then again, I suppose you came up with discovery and it was shit. Um, so you may be incapable of coming up with something new because it just doesn't quite hit those those points. I do like the idea of uh, Enterprise before Kirk, but Kirk. Kirk's first foot on the Enterprise should be in charge of the Enterprise. Yep. So when he does turn up, he should, and he's he should be one Pike. He's absolutely miscast. Um, uh, it, it just, it, there's no... I mean, Chris Pine kind of made Kirk his own, but the, there were there were bits of Shatner that he channeled. But Chris Pine... Kind of, but Chris Pine was Kirk. Chris Pine got Kirk. He got the essence of the character. This guy. Oh, just, no, no. This guy no, looks like second. he's just walked no, off no, the set of no, I believe. He didn't. He no. He didn't get. He didn't get. Oh, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. I will give you an example. All right. Kirk. Right. Oh, right. Kirk was actually clever. I mean, actually clever. He would come up with True. ideas. Yeah. And uh, for example, the one where he shuts the codes down in Wrath of Khan for the shields. Yeah. Yeah. It goes. Every ship comes with a code. He pulls the glasses out. Go, da, 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 go, shut the codes down, and then you see it shut down. And thing. He's amazing, and we didn't have to hear that he was amazing. They showed us that he was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and it didn't. Yeah. Show, it didn't have to show us that Spock was selfless and wanted selfless and wanted to save the crew. He went off and saved the bloody crew. True. Yeah. True. I'm ranting Absolutely. more than you this week. Because you made me watch this crap. 
I still, I still think, I still think, can you, you, you can watch if you like. I should have you said, you can watch if you like. Maybe, maybe I should have rather Poor English. <laughs> what? Um, All I saw was, I translated into watch, we're talking about it this weekend. Yeah. That's what I got from that. I literally, my brain just cut it down into that sentence, which that's it. Yeah. TikTok generation, bite sized. <laughs> I made Dude, it's, No, it's not. Well, it's, least... it's the. It's, it's the thing, opening 250 emails a week. That's what that comes from. <laughs> it, it's, do, do you know what it's like? Why did, yeah. you, did yeah. you copy me on this? I don't know this shit. <laughs> That's what I get. Yeah, um, yeah Biffa, that hasn't been a good uh, Pixar movie in ages. Um, oh, no, um, no, there is. Pixar, Pixar were, were Disney's surefire hit, right? And, and, and even they're, they're now floundering completely. Disney are so screwed. It's there. There's just they are so screwed. Um, it, it's 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 almost laughable. I, I I want to see the next shareholder meeting because if those shareholders don't tr push to fire, um, what's his face? Then then they they deserve they deserve everything they get because uh, it's it's just yeah. Disney are truly screwed. Truly screwed. <laughs> So, um, um, Elemental was a retelling of Romeo and Juliet. Of course it was. Um, it doesn't look good from the trailer. The trailer didn't really, you know, I saw a trailer today when I was watching The Flash. I mean, the Indiana Jones trailer made me want to watch it more than that did, and that's not saying much, because it's got feel of a wallop idiot in it. Uh, the, the, the destroyer of franchises. Um, yes. Yeah. Let's just let's, let's finish off the, the, the Star Trek thing. Um, oh my God, Keith. Yeah, yeah. I know. It was. Right. I, I knew this was crap beforehand. It's bad. Okay. It's bad. It really is. It's so I, I just while we were talking, I fed Chat GPT some bits and said, "Look, can you write me an episode of Star Trek: Strange New Worlds?" And the points that I fed it were the following, because I thought it'd be funny. The Enterprise has to deliver a slice of pizza to a Klingon di diplomat. The Borg want the pizza as it can send them back to the Delta Quadrant. And Spock has Vulcan constipation. Um, the, the, the best thing is the title came. Guess the name of the title. Have a go at it. <laughs> a slice of time. Oh, it sounds brilliant. better already. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, what, so what's what's the so truth? The, so this episode summary is: in a slice of time, the Enterprise is tasked with a unique diplomatic mission: the delivery of a, a <laughs> of a particular pizza crafted to a Klingon diplomat on the fringe of Federation space. <laughs> this is no ordinary pizza; it's been prepared by Earth's most renowned culinary experts, and its recipe is including rare time-distorting ingredients. <laughs> That can transport the consumer across vast distances instantaneously. <laughs> it's the time crystals from Discovery. Yeah, but it's a better name for them. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, uh, meanwhile, <coughs> meanwhile, Spock, the Enterprise uh, Vulcan science officer, grapples with a very Vulcan-specific issue, a rather uncomfortable issue about constipation, <laughs> which is... <laughs> <laughs> which was 
comically mundane on the surface threatens to impede his duties and judgments at critical moments. That's just the, that's, that's the, hang on a second. Right. So it's written. So it's got the plot outline here and then it's got the, it's got the character arcs. Yeah. Captain Pike displays his diplomacy and strategic skills as he negotiates between the Klingon and the Borg and the safety of his crew. Spock wrestles with his personal discomfort. <laughs> What's maintaining a stoic? De oh, even Chad DPT knows that Spock has a stoic demeanor. Yeah. Um, and duties, um, usually uh, predicting. Number one, uh, steps up to lead in a crucial moment, underline her capacity to handle pressure uh, and showcasing her potential for a future captaincy. It seems to understand it, and it's an it because it's just a, 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 a set of mathematical bits. It's going boom, 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 boom. It Slice of time, like a better episode than any of the writers could write. Yeah, I can see why they say the writers are so on strike because they don't want any. They don't want to be using this because uh, they could just sit there and yeah, they undermine all their creativity. Yeah. Um. So yes. So um. Yeah. Uh. Coming to a TV show near you, if right, if they can't time traveling pizza in Star Trek, Chat GPT called it, not me. Um, <laughs> and it's called a slice of time. Okay, so um, never, never, never make me watch an episode of Strange New Worlds again, please, Keith. I, I will fly I to, will you, only to the country make that you're hiding watch in. One if we need to specifically talk about it, and I will warn you if it's really shit next time. Okay, because um, I, I punched you into the Phantom, Phantom Zone this time. <laughs> God knows where you'll wind up next time. Talking of the Phantom Zone, shall I, shall I, shall I cover the Flash? The, cover the Flash, yeah. So, so my first, my my first thing, because I've heard lots of people yeah. talk about this, is it's not Flashpoint. Uh, it is Flashpoint. That's my first problem. No, it's not Flashpoint. It, it, well, no, it is a version no. of Flashpoint. No, no, it's not even, point. not even close to being Flashpoint. Mm -mm -mm. Um, Do you okay. know why? Because uh, it would have Jeffrey Dean Morgan in it if it was Flashpoint, because he was. Um, Bruce Wayne's daddy in uh, in in Batman. Okay, uh, it would have um, Aquaman fighting against Wonder Woman in London. You'd have the Reverse Flash in it. Doesn't have any of those in, does it? Does it okay. have Cyborg it, in it? It's not Flashpoint, as in the comic version. No, it just whipped chunks of it even, out. It went. Yeah, they they but they used. I mean, it's inspired by Flashpoint. Basically, Barry Allen goes back and saves his mum when he comes. Uh, as he's coming back to, from from the jump in time, what looks like the reverse flash or some kind of flash ghost or you know one of the flash wraiths or anything, speed force wraiths, pushes him <laughs> out, and he lands just before um, a younger Barry gets his powers, right? So there are now two Barry Adams. Why kind of works? Explains the two Barry Adams, right? Um, Barry realizes the significance of the date, so takes his younger self to get his powers to make sure, but then starts noticing differences. Like, there's a great gag in there. I mean, there's some quite good nerdy gags. Like, you know, they keep talking about Back to the Future, and then they go, that Eric Stoltz was amazing as uh, Marty McFly. And like, and like, older Flash is like, what, what? No, Michael J. Fox was it. No, no, Ed Edward Stoltz. So there's some funny moments there, and he starts realizing anyway. Then Barry loses his power to his younger um, self, and they're like, "Oh shit!" And then they realize that there is no Superman. So, and then we get up to the day when, like, you know, what we see in Man of Steel, 
where Zod turns up. Um, so they go and recruit Batman, only it's not um, Ben Affleck's Batman. It's um, Michael Keaton's Batman. And there's a great sort of scene, fight scene, the thing. And then, you know, I mean, this film's two and a half hours long, right? And it could have been cut down a lot. Um, but basically, suffice it to say, there's lots of, like, member berries um, with Michael Keaton's Batman. And, and it's kind of awesome. You know, they play the music a lot. Um, but they, they realized that, that Superman did crash but he crashed in Russia and the Russians have got him banged up, basically. So, you know, cue the new Batwing and the two Flashes, except one doesn't have any power. Um, they go and raid this Russian camp. Um, they, they, they get down, there's some funny comedic moments, which are quite funny. Um, basically, they get into the room where they're holding what they think is Superman, it's not, it's Kara, Kara as in Supergirl. Um, she is actually quite good in this, not annoying, um, really. Um, but she's only really in it briefly. The, t- um, the term I heard was she used sparingly. Yes, she's not in it a lot. Um, and then, so we, we, you know, she, she's, they, they rescue her, go back to the Batcave. I'm really paraphrasing this. She fucks off because she, she's been banged up, so she thinks all humans are evil. Then she goes over to where Zod first turns up, you know, when Lois Lane is there with, with, with in the desert, uh, except there's no Lois Lane and there's no Superman, so Zod just starts killing everybody. Um, she realises that Zod's a bad dude and the humans are not that so bad. Um, um, so they head back to the... Uh, they, they basically, you know, send Batman comes in with the Supergirl and the two Flashes, by this point, Barry's got his powers back, um, and they basically have this big fight in the in 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 the desert. But then Batman dies, and as the Supergirl, so Barry goes back in time to try again, just a short amount of time to try and save them. He saves Batman, only for Batman to then die again, and then for Supergirl to die again. It's at this point he realizes that it's a you know a fixed moment in time. Um, Doctor and, Who's calling. Uh, they want their concept back. And and he's like, well, you know, I have to let my mum die. This is the only way. Um, so they kind of let Michael Keaton's Batman die, which I thought was a bit rubbish. Because having had all this nostalgia about it, I don't think they should have let him die. Um, and then you realise that the the, 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 the the sort of force ghost or force rate, or not force rate, um, the, the speed force rate, is actually a very much older version of younger Barry, who's been desperately trying to fix everything and going back in time again and again and again to the point he's gone mad. Um, he goes to kill older Barry, but younger Barry sacrifices himself and therefore wipes out the loop. Then older Barry goes back and basically, you know, lets his mum die. But in that moment, he has an idea that is allowed to save his father. So his father gets out of jail um, and he only changes a slight thing. And he gets back and he thinks everything's fine. And, you know, his dad's been freed. And uh, so he's coming out of court and he calls his mate Bruce Wayne. Right. And then Bruce turns up in that same sort of custom PMW. But it isn't Michael Keaton that gets out. It's not. It's not. um, uh, uh, What's his face? That gets out. It's bloody George Clooney, which I actually thought was quite. Oh funny. yeah. Um, yeah. 
Um, I, I thought that was quite cool. Um, and then, I mean, you know, when Barry's in the Speed Force trying to go back through time, all these worlds start colliding. So you get like a Christopher Reeves and the original um, Supergirl together, which was from a person that loved watching Superman as a kid, that was kind of cool. CGI is terrible, but it was it was cool to see them together on the screen. Then you get this giant spider, and it took me several seconds to realise what the fuck I was seeing. So like, what the what the fuck is a giant spider? And then that that thing in the back of my head, I went, hang on, wasn't Nick Cage's Superman meant to fight a giant spider? And that's how it got into the Wild Wild West because the producer wanted to have something like a giant spider. And then you see this shiny Superman suit. And Superman with long hair turns around and he has the face of Nick Cage. And it's Nick Cage's um, uh, Superman fighting a giant spider. Um, again, kind of cool. Just from a sort of nostalgia bait kind of, you know, thing. Um, and that was good. Um, I, I enjoyed Michael Keaton's, seeing Michael Keaton's Batman again. That that just, because that's my Batman. That That's my Batman. That, and... <laughs> I fucking apparently, love that. apparently the ending they filmed in 2019 when they were, did yeah. the first lot of filming. He yeah. came out of the court. Clark Kent was waiting for him out of the court. He was talking to him, and then Michael Keaton steps out of the Batmobile. Yeah, that was the original. That yeah. was supposed to be the original one. It wouldn't surprise. I'm annoyed they killed him off. If we'd seen Michael Keaton's Batman, you know, get out the car. That would have been cool because that that you know the fact that they killed off Keaton's Batman that that slightly annoyed me. I think that was the wrong choice. I liked seeing George Clooney, but we could have seen George Clooney in a Flash world thing, you know, one of the worlds thing, rather than have him. It would have been better Keaton getting out the car. Um, so, Kate, Kate, can can you can you help with this one? <laughs> Yeah. Is, is, okay, so well, Boba Fett, the guy, the actor that plays Boba Fett, plays um, Aquaman's father, doesn't he? Oh, the first okay. Aquaman film. Um, so All right. right. I um, thought I thought actual Boba Fett was in it. I was thinking, what? Well, the no, when Flash hell? was looking for to see if Arthur Curry's alive, um, he answers, and he's not. He's not married. He's not married to. Um, a gorgeous Nicole Kidman. He's married to some fat slob on the sofa, and his dog is called Arthur. <laughs> right? Um, and and the cut scene at the end. This is what I said. Your wife will like the uh, end scene. It's a, a very drunk Aquaman, um, and Barry's going. Uh, uh, and Aquaman's going. So uh, um, there was a me in the other timeline. He goes, Yeah, he was. He was lovable. He was gorgeous. He was, you know, a bit hairy. This <laughs> made me giggle. Um, I, I enjoyed moments. I enjoyed it. I laughed at a lot of moments in it. Um, I thought, you know, I kind of went, you know, when I saw Nick Cage's Superman, I went, okay, that's cool. <laughs> you know, um, and I loved seeing all of Michael Keaton's bits. Michael Keaton was brilliant. You know, he hasn't lost it. And it just makes me wish he, you know, I want another Michael Keaton Batman film. It was just so damn good. Um, and he can still do it. And he still looks good in the suit. You know, I, I almost want to see a sort of Dark Knight Returns with Michael Keaton. That just would be so good. Um, so I really enjoyed it um, in many ways. I mean, is Ezra Miller great in it? Ezra Miller is not the greatest Flash. Um, he's not as bad as a lot of people make out. Um, he's irritating at points, but in other points it works. 
the bit where he's trying to get his powers back is, you know, pretty emotional, actually, and it was done well. And the bit where he goes back to let his mum die, that was that was a pretty good scene. Um, I, I just... Uh, I, I didn't think it was that bad, and I enjoyed moments, and there were cool moments in it. There were some nice little things. You know, having been a fan of, like, Christopher Reeve's Superman movies and Michael Keaton's Batman movies, it was all there. And, you know, and there were surprise moments, like the Nick Cage thing. That was a total surprise um, and kind of cool. Um, and it was, a, you know, okay, is it as smooth and as well done as uh, Spider-Man 3, which people keep comparing it to? No. Um, but it was cool seeing Michael Keaton's Batman, and it wasn't terrible. I didn't feel like I'd wasted all of my life watching the movie. It wasn't a terrible movie, wasn't it? A fantastic mm. movie, and the effects are not great, but it wasn't a bad movie. It is not what a lot of these people are saying online. It's not. They are just, I... you know, again, it's an example of them making videos purely to hate it and it wasn't I, I, what they're saying I, i'm honest with you i've only seen one and then one like super detailed critique of it where they went through the whole thing so for example if barry allen can travel back in time why don't you just travel back in time the moment he cocks it all up yeah 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 okay, don't get me wrong gone... it, it's not it's not brilliantly written it's got lots of issues so and if you go in one. there with a really detailed next look one. at next one yeah N next one yeah if um if everything is the same how did going back and change uh, and saving his mother cause michael keaton's batman to turn up it's lots i've had this guy go through all these things i was like oh that makes sense okay they yeah. give you an explanation for that it's bullshit but they do give you an explanation for it Okay. Um, they anyway. do try to explain that. It's BS, but then it's the same BS time shit that they did in Endgame as well. Um, you know, it's the same stupid. They're trying to make their version of time travel different, you know. Um, therefore, they are they use the spaghetti as a as a, a metaphor. Um, so it's worth. It's kind of worth. I also, that. I also, from that person, that same person, he turned around and says their example of time travel was really crap. <laughs> it was like this is terrible. Doesn't make any sense. There's no rules in it. But um, all right, okay. I'm only picking it because I'm seeing it, and uh, I'm still angry at you for making me watch Star Trek: Strange New Worlds. <laughs> That's the truth. So of course I'm going to pick on you really harshly for making me watch that. Do you want to look? Shall we look at something good? There's some goodness um, in the world. But I, I, I agree with what Biff is saying. I, I didn't unenjoy it. Um, I did not enjoy it. Uh, I don't know if... I haven't seen... Um, uh, What's-his-face yet. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, so I can't comment on that. Um, but a lot of people have told me that Guardians of the Galaxy was better than... 3 is better than 2, and I like Guardians of the Galaxy. So I'm not sure I agree with you, but I can't comment. Definitely better than Ant-Man, but then oh, yeah, it's yeah. not hard to I've got, got a colonoscopy video that's better than Ant-Man. Yeah, yeah, I've got has a, a surprise ending too. video that's better than fucking Ant-Man. Um, Ant-Man was terrible, so... But uh, this wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. Okay. 
Let's, uh... Yeah, now let's uh, talk about something cool. Let's get a copyright strike. Okay, cool. So, uh, me and Keith are massive Babylon 5 fans. I made him a Babylon yep. 5 fan by sitting down and saying, watch these. And it was like, actually, that's quite good. Can I watch all of them now? And then it was like, I was like a drug dealer. I gave him a free sample. And before you know it, he was hooked. <laughs> um, so, uh, Babylon 5, I was worried about it. Not so much worried about it now. It's car One, it's a cartoon. And two, I don't think it's going to have modern day politics in it. So, let's, let's, let's watch this trailer together and make some comments. I was there. I was there. At the dawn of the third age. This is an Interstellar News Network Franklin. special report. Two years after winning the Shadow War, Captain John Sheridan, president of the Interstellar Alliance, is leaving Babylon 5 for what many expect to be the last time. I don't need an Interstellar Alliance. You're my universe, Dylan. I love you. A friend of mine once said, the future is all around us, waiting in moments of transition to be born in moments of revelation. This is just such a moment. Fire this baby up. Oh, something's wrong. What kind of energy does this facility use? Tachyons. Oh, crap. <laughs> Where the hell am I? Yes, I'm stuck in time. Moving between timelines. Universe. Wow. Realities. Now he's dead too. The more you stay out of your own timeline, the more you'll start That's sliding into parallel worlds. There. So how do I fix it? You have to get back to Babylon 5. Losing the Shadow War wasn't your fault. Wait, we lost the war? On the positive side. At least we have a good view of the show, eh? Shadow done. This is Babylon 5. We are under attack. Do you know what a last stand is? You just joined one. That's Activate destruct that's sequence. We'll, we'll go back over it in a moment. Are you feeling all right? This isn't just one of those I'm having a bad day things. I am totally in a mood to blow some stuff up. Everything ends. I'm not afraid. Bring it. John? Stay back! It's happening again. I'm coming unstuck in time. Zathras one. But no one listens to Zathras. I thought that was like Zathras. someone in need of a friend. No, Timothy. Friend. Timothy Choach died about 2007. Oh. It's well, a very good imitation of the voice. Okay, Not so. The <laughs> right, so you've got. Um, the voices that you hear at the beginning are Ivanova, Sheridan, Peter Jurisic. It's Franklin. Let me just replant. Franklin wasn't in that. Dawn. He says Dawn. So, sorry? Listen. Listen. I Franklin, you recognize this as Dawn. At the dawn. At the dawn. That's very that's distorted. Franklin. That's very that's distorted. But that's yeah, not but Franklin because. Fr but that's not Franklin. That I can tell you that's not Franklin because if you come all the way over here, that's Franklin in the future. Fine. The more you'll start sliding into parallel worlds. That's not the same voice. I think it's lifted. I was there at the dawn. That's lifted from the TV series. Those those lines that are in, in the TV, and I think they lifted them from the TV Something series. I like is seeing the shadows actually yeah. up and around, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's because it's going it, to... Basically, I think what he's done is he's gone, right, because it's animation, I can get away with a lot of stuff I Anything. couldn't get away with because I didn't have the budget. And mm. I think we're going to get away with... He's going to put all of his wish list bits in there. And some extra bits in there. So 
You've got that in there. You've got... Where was it? I love that. It's like he turned yeah. goes, let's turn this, fire this baby up. Because once he's powered by tachyons, he's like, oh, crap. Been told to lay off the tachyons. They, uh, they give me diarrhea. <laughs> um, and then, what was it? Da, 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 da. So he gets to go back and see what happened when the Icarus landed. Hmm. Should be interested. Yeah. I imagine he'll go to, go to see his wife. The moment he goes to see his wife, he'll then disappear back through time. Gets to see his dad, going on about bloody oranges. <laughs> he's, um, and then we've got that there. So we've got... That is what's his mush. That is supposed to be uh, Sinclair. Oh, don't, no, don't. That boy just... St oh, God, yeah, Stephen first. Yeah. Oh, so many. Um, such a good show. It really was. It was just it, it changed the nature of storytelling on TV shows. It did. Um, it's a brilliant story. Yeah. Brilliant, 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 it's brilliant. So I, I just wish they'd like go back and remaster it. Just look at that. That looks so cool. I just stay it here. It's kind of awesome seeing all these shadows coming out the cracks. Yeah. Yeah. And then for some reason the shadows. They look at that. That looks quite cool. This is going to be really... I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I'm really looking forward to this. Is it going to be streamed, or do we just have to buy it? I, have no, I, I don't mind. I, I'll, I'll buy it or stream it. It's been released on DVD. The cool thing is, I heard a rumour it was in the can already, right? And mm. then I couldn't find anything to confirm that, and then that trailer came out this week. I was like, ha, 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 this is awesome. Um, yeah, mm. I'll be there with, with, with the... Yeah, director Blu-ray. Okay. Yeah, so it's like, got that there. And, okay, hang on a second. Back here. Sequence. Are you feeling alright? And it's like, shadows running down the corridor of B5. Ah! This isn't just one of those I'm having a bad day things. I am totally in a mood. The one person I can guarantee what is going to be in it is Patricia Tolman. Do you know why? Because she's married to JMS. And okay. uh, she puts posts videos up on bloody Facebook about that. So, yes. Fair enough. And then, think you get to see where is it? No, that's it. For some reason, the shadows crash the moon into the Earth to figure out what happened there. Where's the bit with? There's a bit with as Epsilon what's it five, and it looks like it sends off some big thing. Maybe that's it there. Because one thing we didn't get, we didn't ever see the planet defend against the shadows. Yes. So it looks like we're going to get that too. And unfortunately, that's, that's... I think they've got the station up at the same time, too. Oh, well. I mean, we, it's, it's not the first time we saw Babylon 5 get blown up. Um, yeah. Is that meant to be... That's not Shakar, is it? No, it's supposed to be Jaquan. Uh, no, the, the, the Narn who knew all about the shadows, and we have no yeah, idea yeah. how he knew about the shadows because they didn't do space travel. Someone yeah. must have gone back in time and told him. I wonder if that was Captain Sheridan. Mm. That, awesome. that could be... That could be cool. I mean, the guy who's doing Sinclair's voice is a pretty good imitation. Uh, mm. And and the, obviously the guy who's doing Zaphros's voice is a damn good imitation, because I thought that was the original Zaphros. Um, but I'm up for it. I mean, you know, all the su surviving cast are pretty much in it. Um, so Ivanova's back. Ivanova's got to have a good speech. Ivanova's got to have a good speech. 
It's, it's, you've got to have a good Volova speech. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's awesome. I'm excited. I'm just working out how I can buy it because I don't want to download it, if you know what I mean. I want to actually give it money. So I've got to work out how to get it. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, if it's direct to Blu-ray, that's even more interesting. Yes, so, I think cool. I'm going to buy that. Hang on a second. Just because you asked for a speech. This is the White Star Fleet. Negative on surrender. We will not stand down. Who is this? Identify yourself. Who am I? I am Susan Ivanova. Commander. Daughter of Andre and Sophie Ivanov. I am the right hand of vengeance. And the boot that is going to kick your sorry ass all the way back to Earth, sweetheart. I am death incarnate. And the last living thing that you are ever going to see. <laughs> God sent me. Bye-bye. <laughs> oh, I miss good TV. Even yes. I slagged Deep Space Nine off because I was a bigger B5 fan. It still was in the same league. In the it's same league. Than... Yeah. But, I it mean, was in the yeah. same league, and it was good, and it was entertaining and enjoyable. And I loved uh, that I speech. I was listening to that speech, and that made me go, "Ooh!" I haven't, you know, when you listen to someone. I've yes. got all Have of you been it watching the song? My... Yeah. I've got the whole lot in my iTunes collection. So uh, I can watch it any time. <laughs> yes. One of the only things that I have in my iTunes collection, but I've got all of P5 in there. So, uh, and I still love it. I still think it's very mm. good. Um, um, not very professional, though. I don't care. God sent her. <laughs> she can say what she fucking likes. <laughs> that, was, that was one thing that B5 did really well, was they had those little character speech moments. Jakar had the best ones. Yeah, but they had the, the characters had their little speech. They all made like little speeches and stuff, and oh, just good writing, good entertainment all round. I miss miss I, good I, entertainment. I, yeah, I miss good TV, and there is distinct lack of it at the moment, and and it's only getting worse. Um, it, yeah, it's only getting worse. So, um, but you know, there's still hope for legacy. There's still hope for Star Trek Legacy. Um, it might still the, get a the, the writer's strike might kill that off. It may kill that off. Shall I tell my amusing story about what happened to me yesterday? Before yes. we go. Okay. Yes. So, I do another podcast called the Gaming Face Punch Podcast. You can only listen to it on audio, I'm afraid. It's exclusively audio, but we clip out bits of it, put them as videos on the Gaming Face Punch channel. Now, one of our guys, uh, a guy called Babster, invited me to go to Retcon in um, a place called Greenford. And at Retcon, um, there were some old developers called the Oliver Twins. Now, when I was younger, I used to play a game called, these, a series of games called Dizzy. And they were developed by the Oliver Twins. And they would map these things out. And they were probably about, um, what do you call it? About uh, about twenty odd when they were doing these games and putting these games out. So 
they were doing a little a little kind of spiel upstairs. So I went upstairs to do, watch their presentation. Baptist says, oh, you've seen them on presentation, you've seen them all. I went, okay, cool. So he came up there with me for a bit and then disappeared down to make sure everyone else that came with us was fine. And um, the Oliver twins turned around and said, look, we've done game jams where we build a game in 48 hours or 24 hours or 12 hours. We want to see if we can do one in four hours. It's part of this tool thing that we've got called Richcast where we kind of put like a narrative kind of like thing together for it. And they're like, okay, cool. It's fantastic. And they were like, give out some ideas. All right. So people were giving out ideas and it was like, oh, you could put it in a desert or you could put it in Europe. And they were real crap ideas. So I went, you know what? I'm going to test them. They really are creative. They really are good. I want to see you make a game based on Argos. <laughs> now, for the American listeners, Argos is a shop in the UK which you go, you buy something from, and that's, that's a shop full stop, Gareth. That's a fucking dumb. It's a catalogue shop. Well, no, it's it's, it's a catalogue. You go shop, in there, so you, you pull something, you, you put something in a catalogue, you write it down, you pay at the till, you wait, and then they go and find it in the warehouse. Hmm. Yeah. That's, and, and, that's what and it is. All the pages are laminated to catch the tears of joy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's a Bill Bailey drink. <laughs> oh, what's it? Yes. Don't don't mention Argos. Um, and I'm trying to get. So, uh, so what I was. So what I did is I said I said I want Argos, but I, what I want is at the back of it I want it so they've got um, uh, what do you call it? An interdimensional warehouse. So you go out the back there and then you can, it's like Warehouse 13 sort of thing where you can literally find anything. Because I thought that'd be interesting. And it was like, okay. So we're like, all right. So I waited. They said they'd have it done by four o'clock. And uh, they didn't have it done by four o'clock. So I did push them a bit too far. So I tweeted at them and I said, guys, I can't bring it up. It's really annoying. Guys, can you, um, can you, if you, if you finish the game off, can you send the, the link to me so I can, I can see it? And it's like, okay, cool. And uh, lo and behold, if I can get to the community, if I can get to the community tab, yes, the community tab's working. Right, let me show. I don't think they finished it, but it was like because usually they're like they they sound like they just got really like crap ideas. Oh, set it in a castle, um, set it in a pyramid, set it in the future, that sort of thing. Yeah, alien planet, all the kind of really basic bits. Yeah, so Muggins here was like, no, 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 let's give them something a bit harder to work with. So. If I can show this on the screen. Treatment. Ter so here we have oh, magical, magical Argos. <laughs> Brilliant. Which you can play. They actually, they actually, they did actually it. made a game. Wow. <laughs> magical Argos. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They were. I'm not too sure about the name for copyright reasons, but uh, but it's one of these things. You know, we make these weird narrative games. Yeah. But it yeah. was, it was just to see if you know they could do it. So you want to put, yeah. That is very cool. What else did you see at Retcon? Was there anything else cool there? Oh, uh, they had uh, they had some games and bits there. They had these really cool kind of uh, Commodore 64s, but they weren't Commodore 64s. They were actual PCs. So it was a Commodore 64 case. And in it, they had a micro ITX oh, I've seen board those. in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what and you're it, talking about. Babster, Babster was drooling over him. I bet he, he was, was like, I was, I was like with his son. It's like you got to watch your dad, why? Because he's going to buy something if you're not careful. Because <laughs> yeah. it was like, <laughs> don't tell mummy. <laughs> oh, 
Um, oh, he's got. Oh, he, he's, he's beyond that. He's got loads of stuff. He I has. Know, he has. He's got like. He's got like. Five or six coloured game cubes. Wow. This is a man who's got a lot of stuff. Anyway, we will yeah, leave it there. Cool. Yeah, I think and we will. Next. Yeah. Next. Next week, Keith might come back to Earth. From the Phantom Zone. <laughs> I won't make you watch another one. <laughs> I'll, uh, yes. yes. Just a quick one. Have you have you still been watching the silo? Yes. I said I yes. did. I did the four episode rule. Got the four episodes. I went. Nah, not for me. Um, so it, my wife likes it though, which is really annoying. It's got interesting. Uh, although I skipped some of it this week, um, but uh, we've got two episodes left. Um, but uh, it works for me. It works for me. It works okay. For me. But I get it why yeah, it's not for you. I understand. Too like, slow. Yeah. Yeah, it is slow. I'll give you that. Um, but it has got a season two. So uh, it, it, it's, you know, if you want to watch it, you will get at least two seasons of this. So, okay. uh, but yeah, it's cool. Uh, I was going to mention it when it finishes in two weeks. Okay. So, uh, we got yeah. Black, Black Mirror and Extraction 2 to watch. Yes. And I got, the, I got the Flash to watch so you can hear my comments in the Flash. Did yes. I tell you, I also watched Transformers. I'm sure I said last good. week I watched Transformers. Yeah, I watched Transformers and that was uh, disposable. Um, okay. Enjoyable, but disposable. It had okay. um, Danny Reyes from uh, Thing in it. Oh, did it? Played a camp. Yeah, he had to play the camper van. Okay. I might go. I might see that then. I'll wait for it because it's out of the cinema now here. But I'll I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll see it. I'm gonna go do indie indie. I've got to do indie even if it's terrible. Um, so uh, yes. Anyway, um, yeah. Let's put a bow in it, and uh, I'll see All you right. guys next week when I come back from the Phantom Zone. Woo! <laughs> uh, no, I punched him in the Phantom Zone because he made me watch Star Trek: Strange New Worlds, and it was crap. I mean, really crap. I was doing other things, and I was still bored. I was doing more exciting things with it running in the background, and I was still bored. Oh, no, it is GoFundMe, like if a key's replacement webcam. No, can you, but you could announce a GoFundMe for a replacement back. <laughs> I, oh, just, just... Now we've got to the end of the podcast. The reason Keith's webcam's not on, because he does have a webcam on his laptop, it's because he's naked. It's not naked. He's lying on a bed and he can't move. On that bombshell! <laughs> Thank you very much, and we'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye. -bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>